Happy Easter. I'm Lauren. I'm one of the missionaries in San Francisco. Believing in and experiencing the resurrection is a process. But the mystery of the resurrection is possible to perceive through the grace of God. Every time we experience God's mercy or offer that mercy to another person, that's an experience of resurrection. Every time we choose to hope instead of remaining in despair and closing ourselves off from a difficult situation, when we open ourselves to having a new perspective, that's an experience of the resurrection. The prophet Isaiah writes in Isaiah 55, O come to the water, all you who are thirsty. Though you have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money, free. Why spend money on what cannot nourish, your wages on what fails to satisfy? As I prayed with these words from the prophet Isaiah, I was understanding that still small voice within me to say, now why spend energy and time on what doesn't nourish? That emotional energy, unimagined conversations that will never come into being. And I sensed God wanting to say to me, you know, why not imagine me alive in your life? present to that which needs attention. Isaiah ends in verse 3 of chapter 55, saying, Pay attention. Come to me. Listen, and you will live. These are words of everlasting life. Those words that do nourish Listen, and you will live. That's the invitation of the resurrection, the invitation of God for us to enter into this mystery. We won't thirst. With the resurrection, all is paid for. We're invited to delight in that richness that God is offering us, that life if we pay attention. And I was rereading and praying with um, John chapters 20 and 21, rereading the different resurrection stories. And I was looking at the whole um, arc of these stories, how Jesus was so persistent and continued to reveal himself to his friends again and again. And what struck my attention was in the beginning of chapter 20, when Peter and the beloved disciple had gone running to the tomb after Mary of Magdala had told them the news of the tomb being empty. And when they arrive at the tomb, it says, I know that Peter went in immediately. He saw the burial cloths and then 
um, the beloved disciple followed him in and and then they finally believed in the news of uh, Mary of Magdala. But they did not yet understand the scripture that Jesus had told them that he would rise from the dead. And this helped me to understand that it really is a process believing in the resurrection, coming to understand this mystery, because it is not something we really can understand with our reasoning. It doesn't make sense. It is beyond logic. But that is the mystery of the resurrection, that unconditional love that does not end. And so it is a process. So I was rereading and praying with that process of the empty tomb, that confusion, that grief that they must have been feeling, the perhaps the despair, the, maybe the shock, the numbness, the frustration. And then the disciples locking themselves in that upper room out of fear, the loss of hope, perceiving that with Jesus, their dreams had died with him too, that disappointment. He was supposed to, in their minds, restore the kingdom of Israel if he was the Messiah. Perhaps they doubted his words. And then Jesus coming and standing in their midst, appearing to them, breathing peace, into them, inviting them to touch his wounds, and then him appearing again <laughs> when Thomas was with them, and then them going back and doing what they had done before, their old habits of going back and fishing, and Jesus appearing again and again and again, and coming to just gratitude of the fact that Jesus does not give up on us, that Jesus gives us the space that we need to grieve, to process. Because healing is a process. Belief, our faith, is a process. It's something that we have to touch and experience and remember. And he helps us in that journey. Helps us to keep walking. To work through our fears, gifting us with his peace, encounters us personally until we believe the mystery of the resurrection. And what I find so beautiful is that Jesus, in all of these stories and today, continues to take that first step towards us each day to help us sense him, to help us take a step towards God, towards this mystery. There's a Russian proverb that is well known in my family that says, hope for the best, expect the worst. <laughs> Sometimes we forget to hope. We imagine and we live as if the worst case scenario were inevitable. And I was praying with all of this and really asking God, but 
what about people who really feel like they are living the unimaginable? That the worst case scenario is their reality. Perhaps their spouse or a father has died. Maybe they're out of work, not able to pay rent. Perhaps separated from family, living in a situation of violence or fear. Perhaps we're tempted to cry out like Mary when her brother Lazarus died in her pain, crying out, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would still be alive. As I voiced all these questions in prayer, I really imagined what would Jesus' response be to all these hard questions, these hard situations. And I really imagined him simply just closing his eyes, taking a deep, slow breath in and out. And I sensed it was really important for me to remember the whole story. How Jesus loved his friends, his disciples, everyone that he met. With his friend Lazarus, for example, he wept. He loved him too. And Lazarus's story did not end in death, but in resurrection. I sensed it was so important to remember Jesus' story, too. It did not end in death, but in resurrection. And I really sensed that Jesus was inviting me to imagine him in those impossible situations, breathing peace in and out into this world, breathing out his spirit, as he did with the disciples when they had locked themselves into the up, in the upper room because of fear. I really sensed Jesus saying to me within my heart, I dare you to truly believe in the power of the resurrection. May we believe in the living presence of God in our lives, in this world today, right now. May we believe in the power of prayer and that when we pray in Jesus' name, our prayers have strength, have transformative power. We are a part of the body of Christ and we can help take a collective deep breath. If we believe in the resurrection, then we can also trust that with God, there are no dead ends. So right now, I invite you to imagine a situation that seems impossible. We may not be able to fix it, but we can change it by being present to that difficult situation with our through our participation in the mystical body of Christ we can change a difficult situation by holding it or that person in prayer i also 
invite us to imagine now that situation that seems impossible, to imagine Jesus in the middle of that situation, breathing slowly, peace be with you. When we feel like history is repeating itself, peace be with you. Another life cut short due to fear, implicit bias, confusion, peace be with you. Another new friend I met today who is suffering homelessness, peace be with you. For the senseless increase in violence against our Asian American sisters and brothers, peace be with you. For our friends and loved ones who are grieving, peace be with you. So may we believe in the power of the resurrection today and be at peace that it is a process, our journey of faith. And may we pray for that grace that we need to perceive in the reality and the mystery of the resurrection.